So we're holding by Perach of Ches, Pasuk Yer Aleph, the learning tonight should be Eschus Lili Nishmas, Cheskel Shraga, Ben Avram Yehuda. So we learn previously that Shaul is terrified by the impending attack of the Plishtim. When he tries to get some guidance from Hashem, there's no response. So instead he turns to Oiv, to the Kayachatuma of Kishof, of Oiv, of necromancy, in order to get some guidance. When he visits the woman, the woman is concerned that maybe she's being set up. And Shaul promises her and swears in the name of Hashem that this is not a setup and he will not harm her. So Pazikid Aleph, a timer Isha, so the Dasaifim says the woman was apparently persuaded. And we saw that this is Avner's mother, which is Shaul's aunt. So Avner had persuaded her that it was okay. So a timer Isha, so the woman said, Esmi Allah, who do you want me to raise up for you? Vayoimer, and Shaul responds, As Shmuel Halili. I want you to raise up Shmuel. So the Medrash learns out, Bederich Rush, that this Lashon of Esmi, the woman was saying to Shmuel, to Shaul rather, which type of person you want me to raise up? You want me to raise a guy who, who uses the Lashon Mi, the word Mi, to disparage Hashem, like Paroi who said, Mi Hashem Asheresh Mabekoiloi, or you want me to you raise up a Tzaddik like Moshe, who uses the word Mi to praise Hashem when he said, Mi Chamoicha Hashem. Why? So the Das Soifim explains that there would be a different methodology for raising a tzaddik than there would be for raising a rasha. The Marzu picks up on the fact that the puzzle doesn't say Vatishal or Isha, that she asked, who should I raise up? But rather, Vatoymer, she said, she made a statement. So the Marzu says that she was basically calling Shaul a hypocrite. She was making a statement. She's saying, on the one hand here, you're swearing to me in the name of Hashem. But on the other hand, you're asking me to do something, a kishuf, which is wrong, which means you know better than Parah, you tried to use Kishof against Moshe, so you know better than Parah, so what are you coming to me with the Shem Hashem? So the Ralbag and the Balakeda learn that Shaul didn't specify which Shmuel he wanted raised, and she didn't understand that he intended to raise Shmuel Hanavi. And they pick up on the fact that he, ju- he doesn't say Shmuel Hanavi, he just says Shmuel, and the fact that in the next puzzle we'll see she's shocked when Shmuel rises up. So they learn out that the shock is from the fact that she had no idea which Shmuel she was raising up. The Abarbanel and many of the other Mepharshim disagree. They hold, they find it very hard to believe that she had no idea who she was summoning. So Pasukid Beis, Vatera Isha Shmuel, the woman sees Shmuel, Vatizak Bekol Godon, she screams out in surprise in a very loud voice. Vatimer Isha Shal, she says, the woman says to Shal Lamer, saying, Lamarimi Sani, why did you trip, why did you trick me, why did you deceive me, Vyata Shal, and you're Shal. So Rashi brings down a medrash that the woman, what was surprising to the woman? She was surprised because usually when a neshama came up through Oiv, it came feet first, upside down. But Shmuel rose head first. The only time that happened was when it, it was in front of a king, meaning in honor of a king, the neshama would come up head first. So from the fact that Shmuel rose head first, proved to her, or showed her, that this was the king, Shaul, sitting in front of her, and that is what she reacted to. The Rav Sadia Gon learns that the reaction, the shock and amazement, was that she had never before been successful in raising a, a, a neshama, and that was her surprise that it, the first time it actually happened. The Radvaz learns that um, Shmuel, when Shmuel rose, he was the one that that, um, uh, I'm sorry, that when Shmuel rose head first, it showed her that Shmuel had not been uh, brought because of her kaya but rather it was through the summons of Hashem. The Rabbeinu Yishaya says that it was Shmuel who informed her that this was Shaul, and that's why she now says to Shaul, Shmuel had informed her, or the spirit of Shmuel informed her that this was Shaul. Dasoifrim picks up on the fact that she says, she doesn't use any honorary um, 
um, language, like you're the king, Shaul, or you're the Melech, she just calls him by his first name, Shaul, as Ariah, that this was his aunt, and she was familiar with him, and that's why she would have called him directly by his first name. So, so the king says to her, Al-Tiri, don't be afraid. What did you see? So, she says to Shaul, I saw a great man, it's ascending from the earth. So the Redak says that Shaul sensed that the woman was afraid that he had entrapped her, right? And he was going to execute her. So Shaul reassured her that, yes, I, I, he confirmed he is Shaul, but he made a shvuah to her, b'shem Hashem, that nothing would happen to her, and therefore he's going to keep his word. So she should not be afraid. So the woman says to Shaul, Eli Kim that she saw an Eli Kim. Normally Eli Kim refers to Hashem, However, the Mepharshim say that here she was referring to a great man or a Dayan, just like we find that the Pasuk says, Eli Kim that you're not supposed to curse a judge, right? We're based on the Gemara and Sanhedrin. So Eli Kim does not mean Hashem, it means a judge. Now, she uses Eli Kim as a plural, which normally is the way the word Eli Kim is used, right? Even by a judge, which is a, a Lashon Yachid, it uses a Lashon of Eli Kim. But nevertheless, the Gemara Chagiga on Daftal and Ahmed Bey says that Eli Kim here was plural. There were actually two Nishamas that rose up. It was Shmuel and Moshe. Why Moshe? How do you know Moshe? Because Moshe was also referred to as an Eli Kim. The Pasuk in, I believe it's Parshas Ve'era, says that Vayom Hashem al Moshe, Hashem says to Moshe, that see, I made you a ruler over Paroi. So Moshe is referred to as an Eli Kim. So that Moshe was also rose up together with Shmuel. Why did Moshe come with Shmuel? So the Gemara explains that when Shmuel heard that he was being summoned, he was afraid that he was being summoned to a din tire in front of Hashem, right? A a a a a yoyma din in front of Hashem, and he was so he brought Moshe with him because he was afraid that maybe he was going to be accused of not keeping the Torah. So he brought Moshe to testify on his behalf that everything that it said in Moshe's Torah, he kept. And so that was the purpose of Shmuel bringing Moshe along. The Gemara says on that Pasuk that Rebbe Lezer cried when he read the Pasuk because it said if Shmuel was such a tzaddik who obviously kept every word of the Torah, was afraid from the Yom Adin, how much more so us, who really have what to be afraid of, how much more so should we fear the Yom Hadid? The Kliyakar says that it was actually this machshava that caused the woman to scream in fear when she saw Shmuel. She actually had this machshava of how much more so she had to be afraid. The Medrash Shachetayv learns out from this so that we see that Neviim are even called in Elikim after they pass away. So at this point, I want to stop and next record a deeper dive. There's a lot to unpack in these Pesukim. I want to go back and touch upon, based on the Gemara and Sanhedrin, how exactly Ivan Yadani works. I know I touched upon it, but I want to go into it deeper. Also discuss in more detail how Shaul could have felt justified in using Kishuf. And there's a tremendous discussion amongst the Mefarshim of whether Kishuf really works or not. And there's a lot of controversy that came out of that Machlaikas that we'll get into. And finally, the surprise and the shock that the woman has in this Pasuk they, 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 many of the Mepharshim bring that as a raya to their pshat. So I waited till after we covered Pasukid Beis tonight to now go back and we can do that deeper dive and understand how the Mepharshim learned this entire episode.